easily irritated when not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome to Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. Hope you guys had a fun week, a nice week, stress-free week. Got a few surprises that I'm not particularly happy about. Some of them were okay, you know? Feels like it was a long week. I feel like St. Patrick's Day was a long way away. But it was only, what, Wednesday, Thursday? Was it Wednesday? I don't know. Anyway, it was good. We went to an anime bar, Cobra Arcade in Phoenix. Who doesn't like video games? We didn't go to the video game part, though. We went to the bar because, you know, we're adults. But also, the line was really long for the arcade. And, I don't know, touching buttons and everything. We're still in a pandy, man, you know? Let's not get so loosey-goosey right now. Although, Arizona is opening back up, so... There we go. Hopefully get some more comedy shows booked up. That would be nice. I got to do one yesterday on Hitler's birthday. That was fun. You know, I didn't mention the event to the crowd. I don't think they would fully appreciate it. You know, nothing brings down people more than mentioning a guy who's guilty of a lot of genocide, you know. Anyway. I had a happy St. Patrick's Day, you know, got a drink out of a drink that was shaped like a blowfish. I like the weeaboo shit. I got to drink, eat, slash eat a couple noodles, spicy noodles, you know. You know it's real authentic when you can't read the the writing on the box. If it's all written in Japanese, you know you're you're good. There's anime characters written on the walls. It's pretty fun. It's a fun place. All the lights were blue and red. I dug it. Anyway, it was a it was a good place to celebrate such a magical day. Magical day of St. Patrick. Ah, St. Patrick, the great man who ruled over Ireland. He set them free and he chased all the big black snakes out of Ireland back to Africa or Jamaica or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he was a great man. He grew up in the time of Jesus and the Easter Bunny. He had to wrestle the Easter Bunny. He had to bare knuckle fist the Easter Bunny for the holiday he has. Right? St. Patrick's Day. You know? He was a great man. How he became the great man of Ireland, well, that's a story all in itself. You know? He chose the country based off the the porridge that they offered, you know. He said this porridge was too hot. And he kicked England aside. He said this porridge is too cold. Get back up there, Canada. But this porridge, Ireland, it's just green enough and it's just sweet enough to be right. So he went up to the king of Ireland, King Joseph. And he said, Joseph, let down your beard. And he let down his beard for St. Patrick. And St. Patrick climbed, climbed his beard, Joseph's beard. And when he got up there, he slit Joseph's throat. And he drank from his blood, which was green. Because Joseph was a leprechaun. What twist ending! You guys, I know, it's a historical fact. I don't make this shit up. He drank from Joseph's blood, which gave him the power of a leprechaun, but still being just a mere mortal. And he brought up Ireland from its depths and said, I give you potatoes! Give you potatoes and soggy wood. Run free. Run free with it. You beautiful redheads. And then he jacked off into the clouds. 
which rained down ginger folk to populate his newfound land. Some might say even more mystical than Jesus. Some might not. Anyway, all I do know is he is the reason we celebrate the great holiday, the 4th of July, as well as St. Patrick's Day. Because not a lot of people know this, but St. Patrick gave us our freedom. A lot of people say, no, no, no. This is George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, you know, Prince. No, no. St. Patrick did it. Because as an immortal, well, he's mortal. But as a mortal with leprechaun powers, he was able to age very slowly. So, yeah, he was pretty old at this time. But that's why he had the little Irish walking canes, little stick things. He's walking around, knocking all the, you know, the British shoulders, so soldiers and their kneecaps. Weren't able to fight right. That's why we beat him. Made them have bad luck because he had that power with the leprechaun powers. And when we took our great land... We named it America because, you know, after St. Patrick's mother, America, America Patrick. Yes. In honor of his great mumsies, we named our land. And that's why we celebrate the 4th of July. So when you're celebrating your 4th of July and you're having your hot dogs and you're celebrating your fireworks, I want you to remember, it's for America Patrick, St. Patrick's mama. Anyway, that's been enough history lessons for today on Easily Irritated. Now let's get to some actual news things, you know? Anyway, there was a... Uh, there's been a lot of news, I guess. I ignore most of the news, to be honest. get alerts constantly on my phone saying, Hey, look at this news stuff. There's a lot of news happening here. You know? But, gotta, gotta be honest with you guys. Most of my news comes from hearing about it. The podcasts. Yeah, I, I double-check it, you know? I double-check the facts. But if I don't hear about it, it's not happening. My best friend doesn't tell me about it. It's not a thing. I heard about the, you know, the shooting in Atlanta. Very sad. There's no reason to shoot up a massage parlor. You know, I love the Asian culture. And uh, their massages as well. You know, most of the food I eat is probably Indian and Asian. Well, I guess Indian is Asian. But different kind of Asian. You know what I mean? Now. There's no reason to shoot up people who massage you. They're trying to take away your pain. Why would you make them dead or give them pain? Feels counterproductive and a little mean. Yeah. But it's crazy times, you know. Unfortunately, shootings are kind of normal. So when we get away from the COVID deaths and we get more to the shooting deaths, I feel like we're... Entering the realm of normalcy again. Oh, 20,000 people didn't die of a invisible virus. They died from bullets. Sad. Yeah. But kind of cool, you know? I mean, no, it's not cool. I'm sorry. That came out wrong. But it's, you know, it's... At least they're not COVID deaths, is what I'm trying to say. I should stop talking about this. I'm going to dig myself into a weird hole. But anyway, it's very sad. But don't really know much about it. Mostly because I didn't read. You know. I feel like to actually search things is also a lot of effort. So unless I'm interested in what is happening. Like the army hammer thing. I still think about that constantly. But not because I'm disgusted or... You know, I'm intrigued, if anything. I want to live with him. Let me make you... 
I'm a special effects artist, Army. Army? Yeah, what a weird name, man. Like, you're, you can name yourself anything. You chick, you chose Army? I mean, whatever. What is Army shaped for, sh- short for? I mean, whatever. Anyway, it's been a topsy-turvy week. Thinking about Army Hammer. Thinking about him wanting to eat people. I think I'm so fascinated by it, especially after I saw that woman at the park. After I saw that couple at the park, seemingly just playing with their dog. And then I noticed that she was also on an extending leash. I tried to say hi to that lady, and she barked at me. Um, kind of aggressively, you know? I would have pet her, you know, if she was a friendly dog, but apparently not, you know? I said, hey, how are you? And she went, Ruff! Bitch, you try to bite me and call animal control on you. Or the cops, I don't know. Do you report the crime to both those? Yeah. How do I know she was tested for rabies? Do they test people for rabies? I mean, if you're playing fetch with your dog, you're probably doing some other really weird shit. Do you eat your own poop like your dog? I mean, if this is all sexual fantasy stuff, right? This is all happening in the sexual fantasy world. But you've brought it into the real world now because... You're, it's not even at a park. It's at a green belt in my neighborhood. You know, you're with regular people, and you're still doing this, like, weird facade. Is it just about sex, or are you mentally ill? You know? If I danced around thinking I was an astronaut, people would have me committed. But you're allowed to do that in the bedroom, and it'd be cool. You know, call me Space Commando Mike. But now if I do it in real life, now am I a weirdo? Because I get if Army Hammer's doing the sexual thing, right? He's just like, oh yeah, it'd be so hot. I want to cut off your toe. It's going to be sexy, you know? It's going to be sweet. Apologize for the vibrations. I muted my phone. It's unprofessional. But what else? Things happen. Anyway. Yeah, when does it become weird? Because clearly, for him, it wasn't just a sexual thing, right? It wasn't just as... He said he once... He thinks about, like, cutting off people's toes and holding them in their pocket. That it's so hot. I get that it's so hot. But when does it become... No, I don't. I guess, I guess I don't get it because I've never jacked off to thinking of women cutting off their toes or men cutting off their toes or whatever, you know. But I mean, I find that a little creepy. That's why I find it so fascinating, though. Like, you know, like pedophiles. If, like, whether a, a pedophile has committed. The pet act of pedophilia. He's still a pedophile for having those thoughts about diddling kids, right? So, isn't he still a cannibal? Isn't Army Hammer still a cannibal? Whether he's eaten like people or not. If he puts meatloaf in a brain mold meant for like Halloween and pictures eating brains or eats animal brains, picturing that it's human brains out of like... Uh, some of the articles I read were like out of human skulls he's eating like animal brains and things like that and picturing that they're human isn't that still make you a cannibal aren't you still a cannibal if you're eating human like if you're in your mind you're eating it I don't care if you're actually eating it I mean I do care because I would rather not be eaten you know He essentially said, hey, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer, but I haven't killed anybody, so don't punish me. And I agree, we shouldn't punish him, but we should certainly judge him. 
Like, I don't want you around me or my family or anybody because I, I'm going to guess, I'm going to hazard a guess that they are a fan of all their appendages. You know, they like all their toes where they are and they like all their fingers. They certainly don't want you to cut it off and hold it in your pocket and think of fun, giggly, fun times about when you cut it off. Are you going to, like, nibble on it? Are you going to, like, bite the fingernails, the toenails of the toe? Like, when you're nervous, instead of biting your own fingernails, you just bite, bite the toenail? Just nibble, 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 whenever you're stressed out? But then when you get down to the nub, will you continue nibbling? I know we've talked about this before, but I think about it all the time. You know, way, way more than a healthy amount. And I probably wouldn't think about it so often if I didn't see that lady again. I saw her at the grocery store. This time her collar was different, you know? It was it was like studded. It was black. Very fashionable, you know? It had a little dog tag. If you didn't know any better, you would say, maybe gothic, you know? Maybe she's punk. Maybe she's just a 30-year-old... 33, whatever, wrong side of 33, because I'm on the good side. I'm on the good side of 30. But she was on the wrong side of 30, you know, at a grocery store, and you would have just said, yeah, gothic chick, whatevs. But again, she's on all fours, crawling around the grocery store with an extending leash and the dude is wearing like one of those Mr. Belvedere hats. I've never seen the show. But the Mr. Belvedere, like the weird, like the hats that the leather guys wear. He was wearing all leather and they were at the grocery store. He had a cart pushing it while dragging her with the extending leash. Every couple, every time she tried to like sniff an aisle or whatever. Like she's wearing gloves. You know, clearly you're in a pandemic, man. Let's not go fucking crazy. But she's wearing gloves, but it's still weird. And she's wearing the mask. And it's just, it's even weirder because she's wearing the mask. Because now it's more clear that it's a sexual thing. Because her mask was leather and it was studded, you know. But, I mean, I can't persecute her too much because... I had a mask like that that I thought was cool looking. I was like, yeah, it looks looks punk. It looks badass. But no, it made me look like a weird sexual deviant. And lucky enough, I have friends to let me know when I do ridiculous, wild shit that I shouldn't do in public. If I come out wearing something ridiculous, I will be checked. Thank God. But... This lady obviously wasn't lucky enough to have such friends. And I was like, I kind of gave the the nod, the like the kind of high nod of like friendly, but kind of like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? But like, not without saying too much. I was like, oh, hey. But like, you know, I don't want to interact with them too much. And again, she growled at me. She you're at a grocery store. That's what I wanted to yell at her. You're at a grocery store. You can't just growl at people. You're not a safety dog. I don't see a safety vest on you. There's no safety vest on her. Get this. If you want to be treated like a dog, I will treat you like a dog. I will treat you like a dog. And if a dog tries to Launch at me. I will kick it. Granted, if a kid tried to launch at me, I would also kick it. I don't know that kid tried to launch at me. I don't know if that kid has rabies. I don't want rabies from a child. I want child rabies. But this woman, she wasn't a child. She was an adult. I would have adult rabies. Or even worse, adult AIDS. Can you spread AIDS through the teeth Venom? Through the saliva? I don't think you can. But, 
you know, maybe she drew blood and she also had an open mouth sore. Just maybe the stars could align to make that happen. But I didn't want to take that chance, you know. But it didn't make me think about it again. When is it weird? Because I was weirded out. Like you made it my problem. You made your weird thing that you guys have in your own house, which is fine. You can do whatever you want in your house. You're not hurting anybody. But you brought it into the grocery store now. You're not even you're not even outside of your house on a green belt. No, you're in the community grocery store on all fours, walking your partner like a dog. It's weird now. You made it weird. You brought it into my world, you know? I'm not blah all the time. I'm not wild all the time. I don't yell at random strangers. Because I like to pretend to be able to fit into society. Because if I was wild and crazy all the time, nobody would love me. And that's something that I need, you know? You don't become a comedian if you don't want people to love you. You know? If you don't want to feel wanted. But no. You can't be wild and crazy all the time. You can't say whatever you want all the time. I wanted to say, you're in a grocery store, lady. You don't bark at me. I will call animal control on your ass. I will say that to her next time she growls at me. You know, my dog tried to try to bite her. Almost, almost let her. I almost let Cassie snip at her face. Teach her. Teach her a lesson. I mean, like, hey, your dog came at me first. Like, uh, cops come to me. You're like, hey, your dog bit the face off this, uh, this guy's wife. Well, in all fairness, his wife wasn't on a leash. Now she came up to me and she growled at me. My dog didn't appreciate it. And uh, taught her not to do that, you know? It's a doggy dog world out there. Is it dog eat? Like dog eats dog? That's how I've always taken it. But is it a doggy doggy world? I don't know. Yeah, when is it weird, you know? Because I felt like that was a wild grocery store experience. In fact, I scanned the checkers, the check lines, to make sure I wasn't like behind them or near them when I was checking out. I didn't, I don't want adult rabies, you know, or dog aids. I didn't want that in my life. But ever since I saw them, what was it, Friday? I've been scanning the neighborhood for them when I walk my dog. I've been looking. When I walk to the grocery store, I scan now. I'm looking for them. Because I want to ask. I want to ask so badly. And for those of you who say it's not my business, they made it my business. They made it my business. They made it everybody's business. That's what I feel like is across the line. Like, if I like to walk around with nipple tassels and a dick tassel around my own private home, I should for sure be allowed to do that. Spin my dick tassels and my nipple tassels. I'll wear two butt tassels. I'll cover all the, the private areas, but they're tassels. Is it weird? Yeah. Should people not talk to me? Probably. You should definitely not wa let me watch your kids if I'm walking around with dick and nipple tassels and butt tassels. No. It's a ridiculous way to be. But you can do whatever you want in your own private home. You know? I personally like to be cuddled and hugged. So I'm not one of those people who walk around even naked in my house. I'm fully clothed at all times. In fact, sometimes in the middle of the night, when I have no really... Inc I have no reason to go anywhere. I'll do my hair. I'll do my makeup. 
When I say makeup, I mean guy liner. Let's not go crazy, all right? I'm a rock star in my own mind. But there's no reason for me to dull myself up, but it makes me feel happy. Then I put a big blanket around myself and I hug myself and I watch American Dad or JoJo, Bizarre's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, you know? But if I, you know, if not if I walked around outside, I wouldn't be weird. But if I like to wear dick tassels and nipple tassels and butt tassels around, then I went outside and went to the grocery store. Would it be illegal? No, because I'm covering all my private areas. And sometimes I'll even put on a, a jacket made of tassels. And when I'm walking, I'm just spinning them all the time. But, you know, is it weird? Yeah. I'm a weirdo for walking around outside. But when is it kink shaming? And when is it just being a regular person saying, hey, you're a stranger. You're a strange dude, man. You're a weirdie. You, I'm surprised that you guys exist. You know, when is it a weird thing? I did read a news article yesterday. Kind of bummed me out. Wasn't really going to talk about it. I was, uh, read it in the Phoenix Times. This dude beat his, like, seven-year-old kid with a hammer and his wife. And he murdered his kid. And he was like, the cops came to him and they were like, he's like, I don't know, I just lost it. I was like, I mean, that, what a way. What a way to lose it. You know, some people just lose it by saying, like, yelling things that they later regret. But this guy... He loses it in a way where he... Like, was he hammering something or did he seek out the hammer? Like, was he, like, hanging up, like, a uh, his son's, like, a, a guitar rack for his son. And his son was like, play ball with me, Dad. You promised you would play catch with me at 3 p.m. And it's 5 o'clock now. The sun's going down. I just wanted to spend time with you, Dad. And then he just goes, Listen, you little piece of shit. I do everything for you. And he just beats him with the hammer. I mean, that'd be a fun game. Guess the race. But, again, I feel like doing a solo podcast, you can't really do that, things like that. It's a really good way to just echo your own thoughts. And get yourself into trouble. But, no, this fella beat his own son with a hammer. And then his wife, I'm assuming, tried to say, hey, don't do that. And he was like, bitch, smacked her with a hammer, too. I mean, sometimes you gotta think, are you meant to be a parent? I often think I am not. Not because I uh, feel like I would have a uh, short temper and beat the kid with a hammer. No. No. Not that. Not quite that awful. But mostly because I barely know how to take care of myself. I'm still learning, in fact. Um, the doctor told me I'm the, the most unhealthy, uh, like person for a 30-year-old young man that she's ever seen in her life. And she was like, you don't do drugs. You don't drink. You're incredibly unhealthy. And I'm ranking you compared to a meth head on the street. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I need to... Sorry? St. Saint, uh, Saint Patrick. America Patrick. Anyway, Jesus I need to start taking care, better care of myself, you know? I have a little dog. I take care of her plenty. She's very fluffy, fat, and happy. Exercised her a little, though. You know, I skateboard and she runs behind me. It's the only time she doesn't try to stop 
and sniff every bush. But I'm doing better, feel healthier, feel less like uh, I'm going to die every single day, you know? Feel like I don't have some muscle pains going through me, but I've also taken care of some stress, you know? Talk to uh, attorneys to see what the fuck's going on with, with my record, you know? Papa needs to get work, you know? It's hard to do that when people see a felony on your record and be like, no, 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 no. But whatever, we're working on it. We're working on it. Get that bitch flipped over. In a perfect world, wouldn't even say my charges. Mostly because my charges are vague as fuck. Drug vapors, DUI. That could be anything, dude. It was for marijuana, but drug vapors can be anything. I tried so hard to get them to like make ch- my their, my charges actually reflect marijuana. No, but they're the government, you know. They kind of do what they want. In fact, they lay out their own rules, and they say you better know them. If you don't know them, it's your fault. Like I was notified when my license was suspended. I was notified when my license was suspended, supposedly, but they sent it to the wrong address. But they said not knowing was also my fault. I guess there's a law where it says if you didn't know your license was suspended, you should have known, so it's still your fault. I was like, what the fuck kind of logic is that? (laughs) Like, you didn't let me know? You're like, it bounced back to you in the mail, and you're just like, oh, well, we tried, you know? It's all, it's all on him now. Nah, man, I didn't even know until I got pulled over again. They're like, hey, did you know you're driving on a suspended license? Holy shit. No, I did not. I wish I would have known, because I would not be driving on a suspended license, you know? Had I been notified, but whatever. It's my fault, apparently. It's like... It's like your dad punishing you when you're a kid. You're like... Why am I in trouble? Because your curfew was... Was 8 o'clock. But... You you didn't tell me my curfew was 8 o'clock. In fact, when I asked you what my curfew is, you said... Doesn't matter to me. And so I came back in 11, and now I'm in trouble? Well, you should have known. Well, you didn't even text me or anything. No. It's your responsibility. You just should have known. Should have mind read. Should have done something. I don't know. But that's the government for you. You know, They don't need to answer to anybody. We just live in the world. That's how I feel about politics. You know, I don't really have a side. I just kind of like... Ah, do we really have a voice? You know, does our opinion really matter? You know, I don't think so. Not really. So I just kind of lived my life, cruising it. And as I was headed, actually, to the show yesterday, I uh, I don't drive, so I was being picked up by a coworker, by another person that was another comedian that was in the show, and. She swung by and picked me up, and she said, Hey, man, I'm running about 15 minutes late, so just make sure you're ready. She called me, and I was like, All right, I'm headed out the door. And as I was headed out the door with my headphones and a bottle of water, a sandwich, and whatever the fuck else I was holding, maybe my sunglasses and my cell phone, and I was unlocking the door with my keys all jumbled like a hot mess that I am, And I thought of something that my best friend Austin said to me. He's like, I don't think I have ever seen you move with urgency. And I was honestly thinking about it for a few days. When she picked me up, when we were already 15 minutes late. I went, we made up that time. Don't get me wrong. We made up that time on the highway. But when we were running 15 minutes late and I was walking out, I was like, Mike, thinking to myself, Mike, Jesus, 
you can't move just a little faster? Then I had another voice in my head that, nah. When I got in the car, you know, I told, uh, I told Jenna, the other comic that I was with, you know, what my friend said. She goes, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty like chill, easy going, you know, for the most part. You have a little peaks of excitement every now and then, but for the most part, you're pretty chill. And I think that's a good way to be, you know? I'd rather be chill than be... There was times in my life where I was known as, like, the aggro guy. And I don't want to be the aggro guy. So I, I flipped. I was like, hey, you know what? Let's not worry about things that we have no control over. The things that we do have control over, we'll mark it. And if, you know, if I'm worried about something, I'll make a doctor's appointment. Well... We, don't, we can't do anything until that appointment, so we won't worry about it. And that's how I live my life, you know? There's something going on with a bill or something, you know? I'll make the efforts toward resolution, but if immediate resolution isn't available, then you can't worry about it, you know? And that's where my lack of urgency comes from. My lack of urgency comes from a little tad, little tiny little piece. Actually, it's it's a big piece. It's a pretty big piece, especially during the pandy. It's it's grown into a rather large piece of uh, nihilism. Because I think a large part of me thinks nothing matters. None of this matters. It's all an illusion. It's all a house of cards. It can all go away at any second, or it can all go back. We're gamblers, Mike. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like real. Maybe when we open back up, maybe my tone will change a little bit. Maybe my cynicism will lighten up a little. I tell you what, though, it was uh, before the pandy, let a lot of people talk down to me, you know? I had kind of, I was, I'm still, I'm still a little like this, but my uh, best friend always said that I was, uh, I don't know how to communicate my needs with people. And when I need something or I want something, I don't express it to them. Instead, I keep it inside, you know? And that creates cancer. You know? If, I don't, if I'm not already dying of something like that, caused by holding it in. No, no, no. Not going to hold it in. Not anymore. You know? The times of quiet. Nice, Mike. Oh, that's over. All right? You don't talk down to me. You don't talk down to the Mad King and expect to walk away unscathed. You know? I've worked with people who have done that. But at the same time, I and I won't mention his name, mostly because what I'm about to say is probably really illegal. Or at the very least frowned upon. But I think the Statue of Limitations... It's probably somewhat up, you know? It was six years ago, so whatever that is. But this motherfucker, he was my best, he was, he, we were all friends, you know? And uh, you shouldn't live with friends if you don't have the same lifestyle. If you don't live the same way, you're not going to be friends anymore. And that's what this was. It was just... Myself and Austin and Andrea we kind of live relatively similar lifestyles. Whereas Greg and Betty, let's call them, they didn't. And Greg and Betty uh, didn't like me. You know, we were all friends at one point. But when they lived with Austin and Andrea, Greg and Betty, they didn't like me at all. No, I was an annoyance. In fact, 
Austin and Andrea would sometimes invite me over just so to watch them like Greg and Betty go back into the room because they didn't want to be around me. And Greg and I used to be pretty good friends. And then some way down the road, he got this in his head that he was better than me, which is fine, you know? It's whatever. It's when you start treating me like I'm beneath you that I start to have a problem with it. Because when you treat someone stupid, like when you talk down to someone, you're essentially, well, not essentially, you're insulting them further. You're saying not only do I not respect you, but I think you're so stupid that you're not going to notice me dumbing down my speech for you. And uh, he did that to me a lot. In fact, he would do that to me so often, I would have some fun with it sometimes. I would make up wild, crazy shit just to see if he would buy it. And he would. Always. Always. But I would get my revenge. You know? Because all the while this is going on, in the bathroom, there's a bottle of mouthwash. One of the big Costco ones. And it's just empty enough where if you added something, a liquid, let's say urine, and you pissed in it, well, you just have to know science well enough to know you just make sure that blue liquid doesn't turn green and you're golden. Now, the fucked up part really comes like a year and a half later after I allegedly started doing this. Yeah? And this comes down until they're not even living together anymore. We, Greg and I even had a company that uh, failed business venture, you know? Let's just say it just didn't work out. It just didn't pan out. And, uh, you know, everyone goes their separate ways. I'm, uh, doing, I'm doing a show one day, like two years ago, in Phoenix with uh, Travis Clark. We're doing a comedy show. We're walking to the venue because we had a park somewhere where you had an underground paid parking or something. And we're walking to the venue. Travis looks on his Facebook and he turns and stops and he looks at me with shock. Because I don't think to this point I've ever done anything that has shocked him or that he's wondered, what the fuck is wrong with you? But he stopped and he looked directly at me and he said, the fuck did you say on Facebook? And I was like, what? Because in my mind, I thought I had replied to a, uh, to a private message thing that only um, Greg could see. No, I responded to his birthday post and on his birthday post, I uh, said a really fucked up thing to him. I waited for my revenge. I waited. I waited to a point where I knew he was happy. He was having a kid. He got married. He, ha he has everything he wants. But then when I knew it was time is when he posted a picture of him and his baby. The eyes, the look in his eyes was someone who was dead inside. The look in Greg's eyes was... I hate my life so much, I might blow my brains out tomorrow. And I thought, fake happiness? What? This is the time. On your birthday? Facebook blessed me. The Lord smiled upon me and said, it's Greg's birthday today. Would you like to respond? Apparently, I responded to where not only where everybody could see it, you know, not just Greg. But everybody saw it, and uh, Greg deleted it almost immediately. Uh, but, you know, it's the internet. You can't delete everything. 
you can't no it's just floating out there i know i've i have a whole podcast mccallan rules that you know it's what you it, it's what easily irritated used to be and uh 200 episodes gone but if you go on pod chaser they're all there you know all of them we'll listen to every single terrible uh mccallan rules podcast episode go ahead feel free it's all on pod chaser but yeah so i commented on greg's birthday and um there was a time when greg was living with uh, austin and andrea and let's call them the double a's so the a team so there was a time when they were living with the a team and uh greg came home crying and upset and he asked to uh we, you know, me and Austin were smoking. We, anyway, we're doing the marijuanas in the living room. And uh, Greg comes home sad, tears down his face, his cheeks rolling down. We said, "What's hap- what happened, buddy? What's Why the sad face? He said that, you know, his birthday, no, but his whole family didn't come. They, they all had better things to do, I guess, than celebrate his 21st birthday, you know? So on his birthday post on Facebook, I said, happy birthday, buddy. Um, I hope your family actually celebrates it with you this time. Then he tried to be mean to me back, which is what I wanted, you know, as a psychopath. And he was mean to me back. He's like, your parents, they don't take you seriously. They think you're a joke. You know? And I was like, please. Like, I already didn't know that. Dude. You're funny. I know that already, dude. But I want to let you know in a little secret. For every time you talk down to me, that mouthwash got a little more filled, allegedly, with my piss. And then he responded and said, well, joke's on you. I don't even use mouthwash. And I said, under my con- then my comment under that was, uh, buddy, l- read what you just said. You know, it's way worse. What you just said was you, I was pissing allegedly into mouthwash, which was being used by your girlfriend at the time. And every night and every morning she would gargle my piss and then give you a kiss. Good night, honey. Good morning, honey. You were, that's way worse. Your girlfriend was gargling my alleged piss for years. And you were getting the blunt end of it, buddy. Then uh, my hilarious comedian friend underneath it, Keith Spurlock, comments underneath and goes, LOL, this is the most funny thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the my the best day ever. What a dope. Then Greg deletes the entire thread. You know? And I don't think until that point, Travis has seen my psychopathic side. He's like, how long did you hold on to this? Six or seven years, man. Maybe ten. I don't know. I lost track. But if you've wronged me, I will keep a Toll. Now it's a little more healthy, you know? It's more of a success revenge. You know? Maybe I'll get lucky enough to uh, sell out amphitheaters. I go to my, my, um, you know, people who I like then, be like, all right, give you five minutes, dance, monkey, dance. We're all fucked up in some way. But maybe after the pandy, when things open back up, I won't be so vindictive, you know? I won't be so sneaky and evil. 
I'll just be, you know, what do you call it? You know, or stand up for yourself. Assertive. Be more assertive. You know, someone tries to talk down to me in the future, be like, listen, bro, I don't know who you're talking to, but it's not me. Right? Whoopa! I smack them in the face with my face. Or I, sl- I dick slap them in the face. Can we still do that or you get me too'd? I'll, I'll, I'll use my face then. Face with the face in your face. You don't even see it coming. But like, is he trying to kiss me? No. Smack with the face with the face. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated. This is probably too long of me going on tangents after tangent after tangent. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. And we're working on some getting some merch out there for you guys. I'm thinking hats. And I'm not just saying that because it's cheaper for me. I think I can make dope hats, you know? I'm not like a regular comedian, right? I don't hire I I don't have to hire other artists to make my shit. Alright? The easily irritated cartoon, sure, but that's because I've always wanted a cartoon made of me. That's a dream being realized. But for merch, nah. I'm an artist, and I'm dope. I'm a dope artist. We'll get some Mad King merch out for you guys. Some easily irritated smiley faces. Made a lot of made a lot of merch with the pansexual logo on it. But you know what? You do with what is on your mind. Anyway, put that up there when we have links to that. I'll put it up there. I'm going to start doing the video version of the podcast. I'll put it up on YouTube. It won't change this format, the audio format of it. It'll all still be the same. But if you also want the ability to watch me twitch and have tremors and freak out and be a spaz on the podcast, then that will be available for you as an option. All right. Love you guys. And uh, happy birthday, Hitler. Canada, you smug bitches. Anyway, hopefully none of you guys get corona. Hopefully you guys stay safe, stay healthy, you know. Make sure that those neighbor people aren't, you know, barking at you. Anyway, fuck you, Canada. I'm out. You've been listening to Easily Irritated with comedian Mike McCowan. If you dig the show, then please like, subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word. You can follow me on social media at Mike McCowan on YouTube. That's M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N. And at Mike McCown Comedy on Instagram. If you're a gamer and you want to play with me on PlayStation, my gamer tag is Foster underscore Goblin. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and review our podcast page on Facebook. You can find it by searching Easily Irritated Podcast. Links all in the description. <laughs>